1: 2021 coming up on the program today i own a yo-yo and i can walk the dog i am the most interesting man in the world plus does the buttfucker swear to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth smearing shit to stay covid free and snatching that weave all coming up today
2: buttocks are one of the major erogenous zones of women and it is a known fact that man's greatest pleasure is in the natural parts of a woman and second only to the female breast the buttocks are a visual turn on not too many years ago the buttocks were taboo as a sex object now with permissive sex attitudes penetration from the rear and analingus are considered perfectly normal
0: oh yeah oh right in my butt Ah. Cream it up for me. Ah. 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 Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anal sexual practices play as much a part in heterosexual relationships as in homosexual ones. Hey. Many men, as well as women, are stimulated by the contemplation of the posterior. Do
0: it! Do it! Oh, God! Fuck it! Fuck it!
2: They also like to include this part of the body in their sexual practices. The buttocks, the anus, and the ridge between the actual sex organs, perineum, are among the most erogenous zones in both men and women.
0: Violate my white ass.
2: Heterosexual anal intercourse is being more widely practiced by young people.
0: My ass feels like a burning angel.
2: The act itself is relatively safe and sanitary. If proper precautions and good hygiene are exercised.
0: Stuff my fucking asshole. That's it. Stuff
2: the fucking shitbox box. Many couples find anal intercourse exciting, pleasurable, and different. And if both partners consent, they should feel free to participate.
0: I look at Daddy tonight, and I still remember the first words he ever said to me after he raped me. Don't tell mom. <laughs>
1: distorted view show with Tim Hansen.
2: Oh yeah, burrito number three. Uh-huh. This
0: makes my pussy throb just thinking about
1: it. Baby,
0: I just came my face off so hard. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets?
1: Alright, here we go. Hey freaks, Tim Hanson back here with you for the Wednesday show. Thank you so much for joining me. I have got a great one today. You know, I've been uh, rearranging my studio it's that time of year when I just fuck shit up for no reason whatsoever. I I literally tear everything up. Take everything out of this room and it's a mess. Unplug everything and then then reassemble it. Totally unnecessary because um no one ever sees the studio. And all I really need is a desk and the computer, you know, and a microphone to do the show. I don't know i sub you know after all these years i fall victim to what newbies what amateurs get hung up on and what what tripped them up you know youtubers or podcasters will get uh, in their head that they want to do a show or, or vlog or whatever whatever it is and they will spend an insane amount of money on equipment and it doesn't matter I like to watch, you know, I'm a nerd when it comes to this audio stuff, so I like to watch studio builds, you know, podcast studio builds, see how other people have have their setups going. These people, you, you never have heard of these people in their podcasts. They got zero listeners. They could set up a computer in their bedroom, and that would be fine. But no, they're renting out warehouse space. They're building offices or constructing podcasting sheds. And it's like, they go, they, they give little chores and they're like, all right, this is the lobby. This is the reception area. And then uh, the break room is going to be over here. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? Reception area. Studio one is in the back. And then we got uh, studio room B over here. We've got a conference room. We're looking to launch our pod- they, they haven't even launched their podcast. <laughs> they've, they've never recorded anything. It is insane what these people are spending. That being said, I kind of get it. It's like me rearranging my studio or buying a new desk. It gets me charged up and excited to record the show again. I don't know why. I like new things. My big thing right now is uh, trying to grow Distorted View Daily, get uh, acquire new listeners, because you guys aren't getting me any. You aren't telling your friends. You're not spreading the distortion like you should. It's always been a problem with this podcast. People are embarrassed that they listen. I mean, I don't blame you. I don't know how you approach someone and say, hey, I heard this really funny cum fart. It was super juicy and loud. You got to gotta listen to this podcast. It's called Distorted View Daily. You can probably just search for rape is like candy. That's one of the catchphrases. I'm not sure what it means. Don't go back into the archives and look for it, though. All right. Uh, So the, my, my point is I'm uh, rearranging the studio because I'm uh, getting a new camera. Even though, when's the last time you saw me on camera? That's right. I'm no different than the assholes building out their podcast studio. I'm spending uh, money on a camera you will, I'll I'll never utilize. But that's the whole point, right? I'm going to buy this camera and it's going to make me look so good. I'm going to be like, oh, you need to see me. Uh, Well, the big thing is podcast promotion and uh, posting little clips on YouTube and stuff apparently gets you listeners. So I'm going to try to do some short form stuff and apparently I need a new camera for that. Uh, it's, it's a tax thing, write-offs, I don't know. I just had to make my studio space a little more accommodating for video. Uh, while I was cleaning my room, and this is the real reason I uh, brought this all up, is I found uh, an old yo-yo of mine. A yo-yo. Something no child has played with since, like, the 1960s, back when children were content rolling hoops down the road with sticks really the heyday for yo-yos. I apparently got into it, I think, 2010, 2011, maybe? I don't know. I was way too old to be getting into yo-yos, and the reason why, I literally said to myself, I need a thing. Yo-yos will be my thing. You know, a quirky, fun, interesting thing about me, except it's not fun and it's not interesting. So I bought a couple yo-yos. This one is still in the package, which gives you an idea of how long this hobby endured think about how sad my fucking life was a 30 year old man and instead of like picking up a cool hobby like i'm gonna learn the guitar which i tried and failed at or i'm gonna go traveling the world i'll have lots of stories i'll be interesting now i came up with yo-yos i'm gonna i'm gonna go to walmart pick up some yo-yos and learn how to walk the dog which is a real yo-yo move And I, you know, I went out and I bought some official Dunkin' Yo-Yos. They're the brand you want to get into Yo-Yos. It's really the only brand of Yo-Yos. Unless, you know, you're super poor and you go to the Dollar General store, get some no-name Yo-Yo. If you see a kid rocking a Yo-Yo without the Dunkin' logo on it, their parents just don't love them. Because Dunkin' Yo-Yos, the name brand, the gold standard in Yo-Yos, cost about $2.50. And, you know, I'm looking at this thing. This, the one that I did not take out of the package is a, uh, what they call a butterfly yo-yo, which is just because it sort of it looks like a butterfly, I guess. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about Duncan and what a sad company this is. Their yo-yos are only two bucks. They can't be selling very many of these. And then I thought, well, maybe it's just, you know, that that's, this is the Duncan brand, but it's owned by like Fisher Price or Mattel or Hasbro or something. No, it's, it's Duncan Toy Company. They're holding on. No idea how they're staying in business. They really want you coming back, buying additional things from them, though, like accessories. As a matter of fact, on the package, it says, be sure to replace the string often. Go to yo-yo.com for replacement parts. <laughs> it's gonna Who's going to buy replacement parts for a yo-yo when the yo-yo's $2? I wouldn't even bother replacing the string. I'd just go out and buy another yo-yo. And yo-yos are super fucking frustrating They're always getting twisted up and knotted and stuff And really, when you're playing with the yo-yo You're actively being punished when you lose at yo-yo And by lose, of course, I mean, you know The, the yo-yo goes up and down, up and down, up and down Eventually, you screw up a trick or whatever And then, the you know, it doesn't wind back up And so you gotta manually do it yourself That's your punishment You're constantly wrapping that fucking string around the yo-yo. Imagine basketball, all right? You're playing basketball. Every time you miss a shot, every time that ball doesn't go in the hoop, the ball completely deflates, and you got to pump air back into it. We're living in the age of self-driving motherfucking cars. You mean to tell me? No one's come up with a yo-yo that can wind itself back up? Come on, Duncan. You're the yo-yo people innovate you know this company deserves bankruptcy they're sitting on their laurels they haven't changed these fucking designs in 50 60 70 years fuck you duncan they're relying on people buying replacement parts and string make sure hey make sure you're changing your string replace the string often and only use duncan branded string on your yo-yos how much do you think they're selling the string for gotta be more than the yo-yo itself right this is not a sustainable business elon musk where the hell are you it's time to swoop in and disrupt the seven thousand dollar a year yo-yo industry or whatever all right someone tweeted elon he does dumb screwy shit all the time promoting dogecoin building flamethrowers give me a self-winding yo-yo 2020 or 2021 Whatever year it is. All right. uh, So, yeah, I got a yo-yo. I should take it out of its package. Maybe I'll do a video and show you all the tricks I've learned. Put that new camera to good use. I do have some uh, great audio to share with you today. Ever since the start of the pandemic, courts, like a lot of other institutions, hospitals, schools, they're conducting a a lot of their business via Zoom. They're having Zoom trials. Most of you have probably used Zoom at this point, but when you're on cam, uh, you can you know see all the other people, and then in the in the left hand corner, uh, there's like a little label with the person's name. Oh, there's Jeffrey, and then there's Joseph and Samantha. You know, you get to see everyone's names. Well, uh, the defendant showed up for his Zoom trial, and uh, he did not use his real name. I think. Good morning, sir.
2: What's your name? Me? Yeah, you. Yes. Nathaniel Saxon, sir Your name's not Buttfucker
1: 3000, you yo-ho It could be Buttfucker 3000 I am Buttfucker 3000, I come from the future to rape your anus Your name's not
2: Buttfucker 3000, you yo-ho Logging into my court with that as your screen name i that? In a little bit uh, right. What kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxton, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in.
0: Well, that's what it says.
2: Why well, I, well, I, I That should Yeah, me. you should. I'll put you in the waiting room. You can sit in limbo for a while and think about what you
1: call yourself online yeah the judge will banish you to purgatory oh, <laughs> someone on zoom is laughing uh, and it's not nathaniel because he was banished later he appears you know it's the the judge welcomes him back and nathaniel tries to explain himself and the buttfucker 3000 name your honor if, yes if, if i if, if i may explain
2: Uh, My sister was the one that set up my my Zoom account or whatever um, that butt-effer is my iPhone uh, pairing name for my Bluetooth speaker, sir.
1: Oh, well, that explains it. He named his Bluetooth speaker Buttfucker 3000. Is that so he can tell his Amazon Echo, like, Alexa, turn my Buttfucker 3000 on. Lower Buttfucker by 50%. It's an inside joke. Um, It's not what you think I, i'm 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 embarrassed i'm sorry
2: well you should be all right we'll come back to you in a bit
1: apparently the uh, charges were something to do with drug paraphernalia in case you were wondering all right uh moving on now hey i got a fun idea let's ruin a little girl's birthday party i'm guessing that was the thought of vegan booty when she crashed a child's pony event somewhere in the uk was all in the name of animal rights uh, according to the video posted by Vegan Booty there are different ways in which animals are used for entertainment all of them rely on the idea that animals are resources for our own amusement the idea that it's okay for humans to deprive them from their liberty these are slaves being subjugated and demeaned all right. and it goes on from there she really gets carried away here's the thing We as humans are also animals and we're at the top of the food chain, motherfucker. So yeah, all these other animals, they're below us and we can do whatever we want to them. It's just one of the perks of being number one. You know, I believe that all animals should be treated with respect and yada, yada, yada. These horses are not being mistreated. They're being fed lots of carrots. The little kids are petting them. Little kids love horses. They're not being abused. And, you know, a lot of animals, when given the opportunity to run free, will just be slaughtered by other animals. Ponies are food for, I don't know, lions or bears or whatever. So, yeah, you take the good with the bad. Being a pony in captivity, you eat well, you get to play with other ponies, you get to do cool things like hang out with little girls. (laughs) That's a cool thing. Oh, I wish I could hang out with little girls. Those ponies are so lucky. But we as enlightened and evolved humans have things like restrictive and quite frankly draconian age of consent laws and other things like restraining orders. Probation stuff like that, it's keeping me from these events. All right, so here we go. This is a vegan crashing a child's pony event.
0: Respect the who's, who's the owner of these innocent slaves? She's not. She's not. Um, no, it's okay, ladies. Please, the children are here, and I want you to respect. Yeah, I just the want to know who the slave owner is okay. because so, this is, oh, disgusting. So this so is no, oh, oh, disgusting. This is animal abuse. You are not disgusting.
1: When you start off that confrontational you really think you're gonna accomplish anything like your goal of course is to educate these people uh, who are attending the pony event that these animals are being mistreated and you uh shouldn't take your children to pony events i guess i've never even heard of a pony event before, <laughs> before. i get I, I thought it was a, a girl's birthday party that had ponies i don't know the point is when you fly in there guns ablazing. Who's the slave owner here? I demand to you know! Who's torturing and slaughtering these beautiful creatures? Why are you doing this? Point me to the person, the monster, the devil, who is mutilating and raping these majestic creatures, <laughs> nature's angels. Why do you people condone pony genocide? You're all horse hitlers!
2: Sing, I'll sing, I'll...
1: Like, what the fuck are you trying to do? What do you think? Like, how do you think these people are gonna respond to you? Screeching like that. Yeah, they're gonna be a little defensive. See how this plays out.
0: I like, look at you objectifying them, turning them into the unicorns and putting your flowers on them and walking them around like slaves. It's disgusting. This is blatant animal slavery and abuse. If you were in their position,
1: would you be happy? Yeah, I actually would if someone would pamper me. Dress me in nice clothing. Bathe me. Brush my glorious mane and shower me with affection. After all, I'm a pretty pony. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop. I love to have my mane brushed underneath the old oak tree. There's a reason why we sing that song. Pretty ponies like it. I like it. My favorite part is when the woman's like, you're objectifying. They're horses. They're fucking tiny little baby horses. You're objectifying them. As if we're dressing them up in skimpy bikinis for a Coors Light commercial. That's right, Gallop. Get those legs high up so we can see those horse knockers of yours. You're objectifying the ponies. Fucking retarded. If you were in that position, would
0: you be happy That's okay. That makes it
2: more... If you were paraded it around.
0: The children... slaves, they've been conditioned
1: It's so funny, because the horses are there. They're right in front of these people. They could not care less what's going on. They're eating food. They're having a great time. If
0: they speak, they wouldn't
1: could you just... I love how this bitch is so sure what the horses are thinking. You know, if they could speak, they would tell you... We don't want to be slaves. Maybe they don't think of themselves as slaves. Maybe they're like, holy fucking shit, are we princesses or something? We get to wear tiaras. We get cute little bows in our tail. Never have to go looking for food. It's delivered to us in buckets, which is like our favorite thing to eat out of. We don't have to go looking for shelter when it rains. We got a place to live. And like, we don't have to give them any money or do anything for them? Just let some fucking snot-nosed kids pet us every once in a while? Yeah, I'm down for that. I don't consider it a slave thing. I think we're pretty fucking highfalutin'. I think we might be royalty. All right. This video goes on for a few more minutes, but surprise, nothing ends up happening. Vegans and animal rights activists, they sure do love to hear themselves talk. It almost seems more important than getting actual results. Hey, I've got a couple really crappy songs to share with you. These are Linda Fingal Hall of Fame nominees. First up is Hoochie Love with her song Snatch.
0: But I happen to prefer the
1: Snatch. Don't we all?
0: What the hell? Honey, I'm full-blown gay, okay? I love dick.
1: Well, everyone except for him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and me. Before I heard the song, I thought, oh, this is just a desperate attempt to compete with Cardi B. Cardi B's got wet ass pussy. Poochie Love here is going to try to outskank her with, uh, with Snatch.
0: Yo, uh, Snatch.
1: Snatch. Your weave home. Snatch. Snatch. Snatch your weave her. Right. It's not snatch in the pussy sense of the word, pussy juice. right? It's not snatch juice. It's snatch as, as in, you know, like take something, like rip something from, it. I'm going to snatch it from you. In this case, we're gonna snatch a bitch's weave right off her head! Weave her. Snatch 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 your bitches weave ho This video, by the way, was filmed at a Shell gas station, I think.
0: Snatch Snap, snatch your bitch's weave, huh? Snatch your bitch's weave ripper here to make her leave bum. Sketch your ripper, make your bitches face bleed, ho Snatch, Snatch your
1: bitches, weave, home. Snatch, yours. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of like this song I think it's too good to be a Linda Finkel Hall of Famer with the for Although she's losing me here I can't understand what she's saying I think you get the basic idea the Understanding of snatch there uh, Moving on, our next Linda Finkel Hall of Famer Is Nick Bazil, Who has recorded a song all about cheating Specifically, he is hooking up with a girl Who uh, has a boyfriend And he doesn't really care this arrangement is working out for him. You got a boyfriend? Great. He can deal with all the you know emotional baggage shit. I just wanna fuck you when he ain't around. He ain't never gotta know. He ain't never gotta know, baby. He ain't never gotta
0: know. Not all of all of them niggas, you know that I
1: was the true. I know I fucked us sometime, but you know how niggas do. I know that black people are allowed to use that word. But still, I feel like maybe they should show some restraint. So powerful and, and hurtful. This guy's throwing it around because he's horny. Uh, yeah, you do know the deal. So as soon as he gone, baby, you got the number to my phone. Call me when that nigga's not home. Me on the phone. Call me when that nigga's well, not home. I like the chorus to this song. I think Mead Skelton would do me when that nigga is gone it's funny because in the music video the artist nick is wearing a shirt that literally says call me when that n-word isn't at home i think it's a merchandise tie-in or something like you could purchase this shirt from his online store which is kind of brilliant anyone want to track these shirts down and buy one for me and then see me on the news because i got murdered i'm just trying to support my favorite artist all right, so uh, like I mentioned in the song, I mean, this guy really does think of this as like, uh, you know, I'm I'm just here to fuck you and your boyfriend can have all the other parts of you. It's day, movie night, cuddle, he can handle that shit. Yeah, a movie night cuddling, I don't want anything to do with it dick and pussy that's my area of expertise even when i'm busy girl you can come to the crib put everything aside just to make a good sleep okay dude now you're just coming off a little thirsty whenever you want just come on just whenever you feel like it i'll fuck you if you want to have whenever you want to have sex with me i'll be available the final Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee today is an international artist named Saga B. She's Icelandic. Björk is Icelandic. We're setting a pretty high bar here. Yeah, yeah. I need
0: Bible service now. I'm a model. If you really want me, baby, we can probably work it out. But first, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I need Bible service now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Real quick I gotta mention this is not a parody song I looked her up she's a real musical artist
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Now? I'm a yeah. I i the wagon and because I'm only here for the I'm pop pop pop
1: you know what would make a better song York talking about television remember that clip just set that to some music. I used to be afraid of the television, but then I opened it up and there weren't little people in there. It looked like a city with all of the circuits and fuses. It's a magical city and I would like to visit. You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know if, we've, if we have played it on the program. I'm sure we have featured it at some point. I mean, this is an old, old clip. Here, here, This is Bjork taking apart her television, talking about what she sees.
2: This is what it looks like. Look at this.
0: This looks like a city, like a little model of a city. And you know, all the houses which are here and streets. This is maybe an elevator.
1: To- it's even crazier. Apparently she was afraid of television sets for a while.
0: So all that's on TV it just goes directly into your brain and you stop judging if it's right or not. We just swallow and swallow. This is what an Icelandic poet told me once and I became so scared to television that I always got headaches when I watched it. But then later on when I got my Danish book on television I stopped being afraid because I, I read that's the truth, and that's um, the scientifical truth, which is much better. You shouldn't let poets lie to you.
1: The moral of the story is: don't let Danish poets lie to you. Ta-da! All right, thank you, Bjork, and all of our Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominees. Today, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of fucked-up news right now. <laughs> I have something very important to ask you. If you like Distorted View Daily, if you find it funny, if you get some chuckles out of it, some entertainment, any sort of value, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That's DV's member site where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this show for over 16 years. There are thousands of past shows in the archives, and you can only access them when you become a member. Superfreaksideshow.com. In addition to the archive of programs, every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'm going to do another one tomorrow. Usually we do uh, at least two a week. Great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted, Again, the website is superfreaksideshow.com. Thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. There are other ways to support the program. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. Every little bit helps. Finally, as I mentioned earlier on the program, you can spread the distortion, something we call STD. Let everyone in your life, coworkers, parents, your church pastor. I mean, everyone. Let everyone know about distorted view daily. Uh, so, yes, spread the distortion. Word of mouth is a very important way we get new listeners. Okay. Oh, and you can rate us and review us on like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher Radio or, you know, wherever you could rate, review, give thumbs up to podcasts. Do that for me, please. Thank you so much. Okay. Three very quick stories now. First up. We got one from India here. Jagu, 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 lima. And jagoo, jagoo to you. Jagoo is a happy term. It means like celebration or something to do with a wedding ceremony, like a like something beforehand, like a happy little ritual. I don't know, uh, but nothing happy is happening in India right now. COVID-19 is a real problem uh, for the folks over there. Now, we had our own issues last year. We weren't doing so well. People weren't weren't wearing masks. They were uh, injecting bleach or whatever. Remember hydroxychloroquine? We had a lot of nutty ideas of how to deal with COVID-19. Well, so do the Indians. And, you know, for some reason, they've got a hard-on for these fucking cows. They really think they're magical or special creatures and they do weird things with all parts of uh, cows as COVID-19 is that racist I'm just telling you it's true wait till you hear what they're doing you'll believe me then as it won't seem so racist then as COVID-19 ravages India some have taken to rubbing cow feces and urine on their bodies see that's not normal little cuckoo crazy bananas like ingesting bleach I think I'd rather ingest bleach. Yeah, they're rubbing cow shit and piss all over their bodies as a way to fight the virus, which is probably just introducing some new viruses into their bodies. Doctors are warning against the practice, saying there's no proof it boosts immunity. Why don't the doctors just say, no, it's a bad idea. They're like, yeah, well, there's no proof. The jury's still out. I wouldn't do it if I were you. No, be a little more forceful. That's a stupid idea. It's cow shit. It's digested what it, grass or whatever, whatever the fuck the cows were eating. The unwanted part, the unusable part, shooting out of their asshole. That's what you're fucking rubbing on your body. You think is good for you? Come on, grow the fuck up, Indians. All right, uh, there are also health risks involved in smearing or consuming these products. Here's another problem. Don't refer to feces as a product. Products are good. They serve a purpose. You buy products and use products. Crap is something you should neither buy nor use. There are also health risks involved in smearing or consuming these products. Other diseases can spread from animals to humans. That's according to Dr. Jaal, national president of the Indian Medical Association. In Hinduism, the cow is a sacred symbol of life and earth. Some residents in the western part of the country have been visiting cow shelters to rub the excrement on their bodies, then hug or honor the cows while the mixture dries. When it does, it's washed off with milk or buttermilk. Hey, want to see some people covered in cow shit? Check out your chapter artwork right now if you're using a podcast app that supports that feature. Not all of them do. I know some people have emailed me and said, I can't see what you're talking about. Well, if you listen on, like, Spotify, Spotify doesn't doesn't allow chapter artwork. I don't know why they don't. They, they need to get with the program because, man, oh, man, are you missing out. Who wouldn't want to see a couple of people covered in cow crap? India has been hit with more than 22 million cases of the coronavirus and over 246,000 deaths, although experts say the numbers could be much higher. Parts of the country have struggled to keep up with demand for hospital space and oxygen and PPE supplies. Dr. Anthony Fauci, President Biden's chief medical advisor, said the country needs to build up the equivalent of field hospitals and work with other countries to ramp up vaccine production for distribution. Here's the thing. Right now, these people don't have oxygen. They don't have access to uh, hospitals. If you get the coronavirus, you're pretty much dead. So, all right. If you want to spread shit on your body, if that if that makes you feel better, go ahead and do it, because things are looking pretty bleak right now in India. If rubbing poop and piss on your body boosts morale, go for it.
2: Okay, I love shit, man. I love shit.
1: Yeah, we know. Second story we have for you today, there's a new COVID-19-related conspiracy going around. Have you guys heard of shedding? Oh, it has got anti-maskers very upset, very worried. So much so that they now want to wear masks not to protect themselves from the virus, but to protect themselves from people who have been vaccinated. Yeah, shedding is the idea that people who have been vaxxed let out some sort of like vaccination cooties. I don't know if it's part of like dried skin, you know, when your skin flakes off. Goes airborne and it might land on someone who hasn't been vaccinated. And then, you know, those skin particles might have little traces of the vaccine. And uh, we can't have that. Why? Because these people also believe the vaccine causes infertility, cock shrinkage. Who the fuck knows? Here's the latest false claims that the coronavirus vaccines can be passed or shed from an immunized person to an unvaccinated woman and then somehow infiltrate, penetrate, and affect the woman's reproductive system are whipping around social media. Top medical experts agree that it is impossible for a person to transmit the vaccine to people they happen to be near. The problem is it's medical experts who are saying that, and for the people who believe in shedding, medical experts cannot be trusted. Now, what happens if you're around someone who has had the vaccine and they shed on you? Well, if you're a woman, you can uh, experience miscarriages, menstrual cycle changes and other reproductive problems, all for being around a vaccinated person. This is a conspiracy that's been created to weaken trust in a series of vaccines that have been demonstrated in clinical trials to be safe and effective. That's according to Dr. Christopher Zahn, Vice President for Practice Activities at the American College of Obstetrician and Gynecologists. I uh, I have several social media posts from people who believe in shedding. Lauren Tidwell says, The abnormal menstrual cycles of unvaccinated women living with someone or working in close proximity of who was vaccinated experiencing changes like they got menstrual changes vaccinated. It's insane. I'm talk post-menopausal woman having 30-day periods. Thousands of unvaccinated women are reported this. It's beyond disturbing. Okay, that's just some straight-up broken English. That's that's like a, a Russian bot or something, right? Nicole writes, My friend's neighbor had sex with a recently vaccinated woman and got a bad COVID rash. So now the vaccine is pretty much an STD. It was all over his body, except face, hands, and feet. She sent me a picture. It's a literal COVID rash and can only be gotten if you are in close proximity to someone who got recently vaccinated and you're sharing bodily fluids, and then in parentheses, sex. Talia tweeted, many women are tripping out right now with the menstrual cycles being off, even by just being in close proximity to recently vaccinated women. The sad reality is that there's been a war on women's reproductive systems for decades now. And oh, the next one here is a video post. Let's take a listen from this hot fucking mess.
0: The jabbed are affecting the unjabbed because they are shedding the viral spike protein and they are making us sick. <laughs> Tens of thousands of unjabbed women are experiencing crazy periods, clotting, pain, and even miscarriage. This is real.
1: That's right. Take it from Instagram user Grow Your Own Organics. There
0: is an attack on fertility and our ability to conceive and we need more people to speak out about this and we need doctors to wake up.
1: The first comment, I guess retweeting this, was the Flat Earth Warriors, who says something about humanity being infertile by 2045. Another person uh, posted on Instagram, anyone notice that their menstrual cycles have changed because they've been around vaccinated people? And Chrissy Love America replied, it's the combo of the 5G and the chemtrails and the toxic water slash lifestyle. It all adds up. Vice pointed out the irony here. Anti-vax influencers are instructing their fellow anti-vaxxers as well as anti-maskers that one of the best ways to defend themselves from shedding is social distancing. Hmm, what a novel idea. Where have I heard that before? Sherry Tenpenny, who <laughs> has a great name, uh, she's an anti-vaxer who was found to be key in spreading COVID nineteen conspiracy theories. Now suggests that uh, you might have to stay away from someone who has had the shots forever. Quarantining has been thrown out as an idea. Some conspiracy theorists, the same idiots who you know were like marching through Target together without masks on. Screaming how we're all sheeps and the government's doing this to control us. They're now saying that um, the mask might be the best way to protect themselves from people who have already been vaccinated and might shed on them. My theory is that this whole shedding movement was actually created by pro-vaccine interests. Maybe the government, maybe medical professionals are behind it. But they're they're getting they're basically going to get anti-vaxxers to social distance and wear masks, which is great. You know what? It's great for them if they think they're protecting themselves from the people who have already been vaccinated, shedding on them. But here on planet Earth, back in reality, it might actually do some good to help further reduce the transmission of COVID 19. It's a win-win, I say. Go ahead, let these people believe in this dumb, retarded idea of shedding. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Let's head back to India now. (laughs) Crazy ethnic people! Very few people expect to take a math test on their wedding day, but at the request of his bride, taking a math test is exactly what one groom did and he failed that test miserably he was so bad there was no wedding one bride in mahoba india called off her wedding upon discovering that the groom could not recite the multiples of two all he had to do was say uh like two times zero is zero. Two times one is one <laughs> that's all right two times one is two Two times two is four. Uh, you know, you know the multi- multi- multiple t- multiplication tables. I apparently don't. Holy fuck. According to the outlet, the groom reached the wedding hall on Saturday evening with his barat. But the bride, but the bride, uh, who was suspicious of his educational qualifications, asked him to recite tables of two before the garlands could be exchanged. Now, the barat... Barat is the ceremonial procession of the groom's side towards the wedding venue. The groom is seated on a decorated horse and he leads the congregation of his friends and family who are all dancing, singing and celebrating on a walk from his home to the venue. Well that sounds nice. Once the groom's procession or Barat arrives at the ceremony, the groom's side and the bride's side exchange greetings and the groom proceeds to join the bride on the altar. The bride and the groom then exchanged garlands, which signaled the start of the wedding rituals. It's a whole thing. Before the nuptials could get started, though, the bride needed to know one thing. And that thing was... Was her groom telling the truth about his education? On the altar, in front of all of the guests, the bride tested the groom's basic math skills. And while the groom's failure made it clear to the bride that the groom and his family had lied about his education... Disappointed, she walked off the altar and called off the wedding completely. The guests were shocked. Multiple reports state that her family members tried to dissuade her from walking away. However, she was firm in her decision. The whole relationship is built on a lie. I wonder what his family told her his education level was. Like a college graduate? I, You know, she obviously was suspicious. He had to have just come off as sounding uneducated and ding 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 the bride's intuition was correct the marriage was arranged but the newspaper reports that uh, the two families reached a compromise and agreed to return the wedding gifts there you go that my friends is your distorted news for wednesday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here (laughs) All right guys, I love to hear from you. So, this is my favorite part of the show. My email address is show at distortedview.com. Feel free to send along links to funny news stories, audio clips, videos, whatever. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. I'm going to play some of your calls here in just a second. Remember, if you pledge at least $5. To our Patreon, uh, you will gain access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So that's pretty cool, right? Again, patreon.com slash distorted view. I'm all over social media at distorted view on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distorted view show, uh, and, you know, other places to find me. Just look me up.
0: Hello, Anzanovich. Lots of me puking. That. What happened?
1: Oh my god! Oh, there it is. I like that he. This is like the one time he's remained in character. Like his accent hasn't gone away yet. He's puking in Russian.
0: Oh shit! On part of it, I have important message. Oh fuck you biology. Oh I got my eye my eyeballs, the little things flying across the eyeballs like when puke. Okay. I'm sorry, my friend. I have an important message. You please check video audio submissions in the Discord. You will see... Oh, fuck him. You will see phone call posted by Great Big Pete, of call that Lorna and Vlad Lorna did on... A-
1: okay, I got it. You, you guys did a prank phone call. Okay, I will look into that and play it on the show. Jesus Christ, get to the point already. <laughs> I mean, I understand it's hard because you're puking. But hey, Tim, Haley's comment. Two quick things, and I'll get off your voicemail. First... I'm glad I was wrong about Mead being willing to do the interview. Good content for the show always trumps my personal ego. uh, And I think almost any other freak would say the same. Uh, The second thing is, Mead has mentioned his enemas before uh, on various discords and discord discussions. I can't keep track of which one it was because he's had so many that have come and gone. Uh, But he's always discussed it at least from what I've seen in the context of being constipated so
2: it's not necessarily a weight loss thing but then again that's well, all
1: according to him I mean and you can go back and listen to the Monday show but to, to me it seems like Mead was afraid of, of using the bathroom like a public bathroom he didn't want to have to use a public bathroom and so he would uh, he would take care of the the problem beforehand right isn't, isn't that what that sort of sounded like the man has issues
0: Hey, Tim, it's, um, well, shit, I still don't have a name. I don't know. Help me. Help me think of a name. Anyway, you were calling, you were, you were asking about bacon hole, uh, like tampons and period blood. I'm the one oh, who yes. talks about the yes. Diva cup. And yes, like, that's what I use. Um, usually, uh, we'll bleed for like four to five days. It depends. Yes. It varies a lot.
1: Okay. So four to five days. Let's let's go uh, five days, and I say you change the tampon what tw- twice a day. I'll say you go through eight. To, I'll say ten tampons per menstrual cycle. Um,
0: but there's this quote from South Park. I'm not going to talk about Wang, Don't don't stop the voicemail. But there's this um, line in South Park where some character talks like describes women as a monster that bleeds for a week and doesn't die. Right. And I always found that extremely fucking badass. Um, but yeah, the the smell uh, it, It's kind of like um... No
1: one is giving me the information I want Why is this so hard? Ladies, call in And tell me how many fucking pads you go Through in a menstrual cycle Like, what? I mean, seriously
0: Pennies that you found in a corpse Is oh. how I would describe it <laughs> oh, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good time Alright,
1: well th- thank you for that very nice description. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. want you guys to email me. Showindistortedview.com. DistortReview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 666 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God.
0: Your name's not buttfucker3000, you yoho
1: Read the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow, if and only if you're Sideshow members. So it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll be back to end the week with a Friday show. Until then, have a great. Day. Bye,
2: everybody. It's almost 18 months now and the siege has got people eating their babies and their small children. And each other. You're going to eat your babies. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more
0: at Scrob.net.